Yes, my friend, my friend back out. I missed you. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Fila. I missed you. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, hey, y'all. I'm back. My friend back. <laughs> oh, I Lord thought Jesus. someone took my place. No, took the no. place of me acting a fool. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. I ain't gonna do that. But no, welcome to another episode of A Two Chicks Talking Shit. We have missed y'all and um How thanks. many episodes? I mean, how long has it been? I don't even fucking know. I I'm two, one and a half, I don't know. Um <laughs> Well, we said two, one and a half. It's only been no. How many weeks did we miss for real? I think it's only really been like a week. No, it's two weeks. It was two weeks. Was it? Oh, girl, I, I don't know. September twenty seventh. Okay, so that's two weeks. Yeah, but Is whatever. It, it felt like a fucking yeah. Okay, we missed one. I'm just being dramatic. Can I be fucking dramatic? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go okay, ahead, go ahead, I really miss my friend. <clears throat> yes, I'm about to cry. Hold on, Lord Wait. Jesus, pull it together. It don't work that way. But yeah, um, you know, we say it all the time, but life really does happen, and it happens fast. And, oh, and it happened like a motherfucker to me. <laughs> yeah, and so not go get into the details. No, but, let's you know, not, because I'm not about to get into ugly crying and tears <laughs> all up on the podcast. Just, right, no, we're not doing that. But um, yeah, Sophie had to, you know, be a big girl and take care of some stuff, and I'm just glad it was that my life this time, guys. <laughs> yeah, but um. I'm glad my friend is back, and we are ready to just jump right on in. So, Let's get to it. Without further ado, wait, pause. I want to say, did y'all see your girls' oh. uh, drop of tea last week? Did y'all see? I hope they saw it. Cause did y'all see T do her thing? If y'all <laughs> did, please leave us comments. And let her know that we need this regularly. We're going to put her face in the place. Oh, and she watched that out. Whatever. I felt I all so alone. I felt I all alone. I had no one to talk to. I was so proud. I was oh. like, it, that one little moment, I was like, yes. <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> you probably was like, yeah, this hoe finally showing her face. And I, ain't I was like, I said, <laughs> Because when you said you was going to do it, and then it didn't show up, I was like, this square. <laughs> and then when it showed up, I said, my nigga, I was proud. I was because so proud. I wanted it to be something, and then like I kept like going over in my head and just going over. I just was overthinking, so I said, forget it. I'm going to just do this. And I tried to put it up in the middle of the night so you wouldn't be up, and you wouldn't be like, girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> your ass was like and I <laughs> and I girl look in the middle of the night girl please sleep what 
flee here. I understand. All right, let me get into this tea because I got some stuff today, girl. All right, so I'm going to start high. I'm going to start high, and then I'll just get into, like, bullshit. So, okay. Um, congratulations are in order to a couple cup to a couple of couples uh, who have re- recently taken that step into holy matrimony. So um, we know that um, this year, after Diddy lost his soulmate, <laughs> or a little, actually a little bit before Diddy lost his soulmate, um, Cassie and Diddy broke up, mm-hmm. and so Cassie has started dating this fitness trainer that was training her and Diddy you know Mm. stuff stuff happens you know he he was showing her how to work her glutes and so um (laughs) lord Jesus I can't with you all right so you know they you know they um was looking real good posted really cute pictures next thing you know Cassie woo wop shabam pregnant then now um, Cassie is officially married mis- now. Married. She's married now, and her name is Mrs. Cassie Fine. F-I-N-E. <laughs> I, I think that's cute as hell. <laughs> Low key. Cassie Fine. <laughs> Cassie Fine and Cassie Fine. Like mm-hmm. it, it works, works both ways. Yeah. So congratulations to Cassie and her hubby Alex. And then I'm pretty sure this was last night, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this was on yesterday. Um, Safari and Erica Mena mm-hmm. are officially husband and wife. Whoa, wait. They married? They got married? Yes. Okay, that <laughs> threw me off. No, I paused. That threw me off because. I know that they were engaged, and I know that they were. I know I had sound like they were planning a wedding. Will they get married? Well, this is what I have to say about that. So, these videos were posted last night, right? They're saying that they got married on yesterday, right? 10. Oh, wait. When was 10 7? No, that was. Wait, what's this for fifteen dollars? Today, today is the ninth. Yesterday was the eighth. So Monday. Oh, this was something with a mean butterfly. Okay, that's something else. That was oh, fine. And I, I thought that was something posted for her wedding, but no. So, so I saw. Okay, they got married ten seven nineteen. Yes, but on one on the picture that the shade room posted, there is like a poem that um Erica wrote and um the date at the top says 7 10 19 as in July 10th 2019 is, so is people, that his birthday no this it this this says today I get married having you by my side is needed blah 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 so this was something that Erica wrote to her bridesmaids and the date says 7 10 19 but I will give her some credit that 
maybe whoever printed it did the way European dates are because they put the day before the month. So maybe that's it. But people are saying that they've been married for a while and, you know, all of that. But we shall. So happy for them. They cute or whatever. And now they got a baby on the way. So, Definitely I mean, have a little baby on the way. That, I hope that baby don't have no big head. That's a far Both of their heads big as hell. Is it? <laughs> Erica got a big head too. Shit. It's okay. It's all right. So I I'm think trying I- to see. Yeah. I can't tell with all this hair. Safari got a big dome head exactly Um, and then if you remember I think it was a little over a year ago or earlier this year we talked about this man who had got um, a set of twins pregnant do you remember that what you know I'm about to send you this picture because you gonna remember when you see it hold on Okay, so this ha- so it was a young man. He had got twin sisters, Nia and Nydia, both pregnant. He was in a relationship with both of them. And then mm. they got pregnant. <laughs> and so now this man says he plans to marry both Nia and Nydia <laughs> to make it one big happy family. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, child. I don't know what state they live in, but <laughs> this ain't <Yeah>. legal, nigga. <laughs> this shit is wrong. And I'm, I'm looking look at, at the these babies' pictures like. <laughs> uh, twins basically had twins. Yeah. Yeah, but one of the twins, I don't like talking about people's babies. <laughs> We just gonna pray for that baby. <laughs> That's all we gonna say. We just gonna pray. Okay. Um. So those are all my congratulations. It's all downhill from here. Okay. Oh, actually, I do have one more congratulations. So, did you ever see the movie Aquaman? I I started but didn't finish. How how far you get? I was talking through it. I mean, it played all the way through. I just wasn't paying no attention to it okay do you remember the black um the black guy that was the bad guy in aquaman it was a black guy that was an aquaman and i okay well i'm gonna go (laughs) wait no 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 no, he was also in he was also okay so you did watch black mirror i know you watched this the last season of black mirror we was mad about it so in the first episode when um captain america yeah, ha, ha, Abdul Mateen II. Black Manta. <laughs> yeah, him. So That's he, the dude. He was on um he played at um it was a show on Netflix. It was an old hip hop show. Oh, okay. Well yeah. yes. So him, he just landed um the lead role in Matrix Four alongside Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss, the original stars of Matrix. So I thought that was pretty darn cool. I love to see 
us's get um roles in big movies because we know Matrix Four is going to be mm-hmm. big whenever that shit drop. Um, is it us? Oh, now see, I didn't know he was in us, but I know he was in Black Mirror Striking Vipers episode. And yeah, yeah. Man. So the, the the show that I was talking about on Netflix was called The Get Down. Oh, okay. I ain't never watched that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was great. If you like old uh 80s, um, if you like the old 80s um mm-hmm. hip hop shop movies, like um I can't think of none like Grand Dog. I can't think of like none. breaking. Like um yeah, well more so New York based breaking was LA based. Yeah. Um the one that Def Jam did with like the fat boys and Oh, okay. DMC and all oh, okay. that. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to like, check it out. um, yeah. If you like those kind, then was it breaking? No, I don't know. I'm have to. I can't think of my mind just went blank. But uh, yeah, if you like those types, then you'll kind of enjoy it. Okay. Beach Street. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I knew it was about to come to you. I was like, okay. Yeah, like Beach Street, Crush Groove. If you like shows like that, that's what it kind of puts you in the mind of. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, um, Vogue has released its um, latest cover, and our girlfriend is on it. Uh, if y'all don't know who our girlfriend is, um, that is Rihanna. And she looks gorgeous as always. She did a really good interview. Um, she talks about not performing for the, why she didn't want to perform for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, why she mm-hmm. turned it down. She also talks about being scared of her own fan base, the Navy, because she knows they crazy as hell. So she's really not in a rush right now to put out another album. She does want to make more music. But she's obviously focused in on her other ventures. Um, <laughs> she says, um, I know I have some very unhappy fans who don't understand the inside bits of how making an album works. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> um, they're going to kill me for that. And they're um, like, she's just like going on and on about how she gets nervous of, about the Navy. Um, but that's I think that's, that's, I didn't know her fan base was called the Navy. That's yeah, new. yeah, interesting. Navy. How did how did uh, they get that name? Ooh, I don't want to be I'm, a part of the Navy. <laughs> I'm not in the Navy. <laughs> I not refuse. A, I, I'm not. First of all, I'm not about to be in none of these fan groups. I'm not. <laughs> don't know. Only thing I'm standing for is. Well, what do we call ourselves? The the track the track pass, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Um. So, Kim Kardashian. No, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Why do you do that every time I say her I don't name? Know. <laughs> I don't know, because it it always just be something so stupid, like. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right. So. I, I think I know. I hope. I know where you're going with this. If not, then oh Jesus Christ. You might not know where I'm going. This is okay. So she actually was the keynote speaker at the World Congress on Information Technology this month. 
And she was sharing about privacy and how social media has changed her life. Hmm. <laughs> so she was talking about, I'm going to just quote her. She says, I think at the beginning, I didn't even know what the word privacy meant. I was very okay with people knowing every detail of my life. No shit, bitch. <laughs> she said she was comfortable. She says I was very okay with people knowing every detail of her life at the beginning. So, but like now, she says, as you get a little bit older and you have kids, you realize you do want to value some privacy. I figured out a good balance of sharing what I want to share. Um, she also goes in to say there definitely is a thing called oversharing. I'm sorry especially when safety can be a factor when there are so many eyes on you I learned firsthand that if you share too much it can be a little bit dangerous at times and so this is where she's talking about goes into talking about her robbery in Paris because basically they followed her movements via social media for years to set this up and that's how they were able to gain access to um, her hotel room a couple yeah. years ago when they robbed her. I remember, I remember uh, that, like on the show when they was talking about it, that um, being like a thing where they was like, you have to stop posting so much, right? And she doesn't post her location until after she's left that place now. So I do think that's smarter. Um, yeah. I watched the episode. <laughs> so this new season just came on. I watched the episode and apparently she changed security protocols at her house because mm-hmm. some robberies had taken place in Calabasas. And I mean, I think we've heard all like other celebrity homes being broken into. So she changed her security protocol. So she got these new security guards that's basically like the secret service. They check people IDs. If you haven't signed like the NDA and you haven't signed like signed into their system before, you're not getting on the property. Mm -hmm. So they also have a list of everybody that's coming to her house. And so Chris, her mama sometimes goes for a walk through the neighborhood and just decides to come through Kim's backyard to get to her house and she said I find it strange that security keeps stopping me I'm her mom <laughs> and so Chloe was like but most of us have, we have clearance but we have to use the front door ma you can't come through right. the backyard going, this- like, y'all this ain't y'all ain't in uh, Compton California this ain't <laughs> This ain't the hills. You can't just be going through people's backyards. She's just walking through people's backyards to get to her her child's place. And so then she played a prank on Kim. It was so funny. She played a prank on Kim. So Kim was out with her friend, Jonathan, and she got a phone call from Chloe, and it was like, uh, security just tackled mom. You gotta hurry up and get back. They had an ambulance. Oh, they had God. all these people there. They had a stunt double to, to like pretend like they got tackled on the camera so that Kim could look at the footage. Kim was shook. She's like, "Oh my God, my mom!" Blah, blah, blah. Did she and do so that, they... that ugly 
crashy beat. She wasn't oh. crying, but she definitely made that that face. But like they let her know it was a prank just so they could teach that's her like yo funny. security yo yo security. That's not funny. Yes, that's exactly how she was. But basically, um they did all that to teach her a lesson about her security. But honestly, I ain't mad at her and Yay for having security. They got all them damn kids. His yeah. wife all already somebody tried to kill her damn near so like I feel like it's warranted they should be able to do what they want but I also find it hilarious that she ain't think nothing was wrong with sharing her entire life on the internet for all those years and now all of a sudden she's like you know (laughs) I think it's too much now girl I don't Uh, have no words like how I mean yeah, the oversharing, like, I mean, it's a, like, I don't know. Like, for me, it depends. Like, if I'm if I'm somewhere that's kind of cool or something like that, then I'll, you know, say I'm there. But that's like a good idea to wait until you leaving or you gone to be like, I was here. Right. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool because I don't want People popping, you know, people pop up on you. How long you finna be up there? Ah, oh, shit. Mm-mm. Nah. No. Uh-uh. We're not no. doing that. So I, I, like, stopped, that is I used to check tip. in all the time, but I, yeah. I definitely stopped doing that because I definitely have had people pop up on me out in places that oh, I no. didn't. <laughs> like, yeah, I saw you was up here. I, could, I was in the neighborhood. Um, bitch, I'm up here with like people. I'm hanging. I'm not. I'm not hanging with you. I'm not. I don't even want to be around you right now. No, we not gonna do that. Not no. no I that no. definitely happened. So I stopped like checking in a long time ago, and then I felt like I had a stalker at one point when I was checking in all the time because um this guy always ended up being at the same place that I was at, and I hope you Man, like. Ain't this ain't no coincidence. <laughs> right so I was like okay I'm gonna I'm nobody and this is before this is pre-podcast I was nobody the only thing I would say I was working at a mega church and everybody think you cool and everybody thinks they know you and it, it there was some really uncomfortable situations with me being out in public um due to people thinking they knew who I was. So I stopped I stopped checking in and then I definitely have dialed it all the way back when it comes to sharing too much. Um I share when I'm on vacation, which I probably I've even stopped some of that and Yeah. Because that lets people know that you if you sharing while you're on vacation, that lets people know that you you're away from home from an extended time. Yeah, so yeah, just trying to be smarter about certain things. Like we ain't nobody for real, for real. But even right. you, nobody, somebody looking. You know, but you like we might not be no. We might think we nobody, but people looking like oh. Mhm. Like no. So we ain't getting paid, paid, paid yet. No, not really. Not really. Um. But yeah, okay, so next story. Um, I don't know where I want to go, but I'll, I'll go here. Um, so this week, Drake's dad came out and basically said Drake is capping. He's been lying, saying that 
he says all the things about his dad not being around just to sell records um, and that Drake essentially has been lying about his relationship with his dad Uh, and Drake is denying those claims he said I woke up so my father will say we'll listen to him it's sad when family gets like this but what can we really do that's the people we are stuck with Everybody I ever spit was the truth, and the truth is hard for some people to accept. So he's saying that his daddy really wasn't around. His daddy said, "Nigga, yes, I was. You know who the fuck I who the fuck I am." I mean that I was um I was listening to the radio this I was listening to the radio this morning, and they was talking about that, and they made a good point that you know. In Drake's father's eyes, he may have felt like he was around, even yep. if that meant I was just calling every day or calling every week and checking on you and maybe sending your mama a couple of dollars, right? you know, when I can. And in his eyes, he may feel like I was there for you, but in Drake's eyes, that might not have been enough or what he needed. Right. So I think that's that's a matter of perception, and I think that um, that they need to sit down together and have that conversation. They absolutely should, because I completely understand, you know, where I, I understand both sides of the story, particularly because of like the angle you just put it. Because in somebody's eyes, they could think they're doing a good job, and, right, uh, and the, and when the real deal is, no, the fuck he didn't. So no, you ain't you ain't really doing shit. Thanks for no thanks. Yeah, well, you ain't doing enough. Yeah, like yeah, we ain't gonna girl. I was about to go there. Like I had that. to. That's why I stopped talking because I was just about to put too much. We ain't got it. We ain't got it going the daddy issues. I mean, Ooh, the fact that we are mothers. Mm-hmm. I ain't going that, that are, today. That we are somebody's child. Child, listen. No, right. I, that. <clears throat> no, I am. Just... I am recording this sober. <laughs> Agreed. Same. So I ain't ready. I ain't ready to do. <laughs> I ain't ready. All right. If we would have had no a few drinks in us, it would be something else. But yeah, like, um, right. We y'all would have had all of it. Right, but not today. Um, I would like to take this moment to um <laughs> make a public service announcement to. Uh-oh. You nasty motherfuckers out here in the world, particularly in the United States. Um, I'm about to read some facts from the Center of Disease, Center for Disease Control, aka the CDC. Oh, um, Lord Jesus, help us. STD infections in the United States from three sexually transmitted diseases have hit a record high and threaten millions of Americans. These three STDs are syphilis, gonorrhea, and chlamydia. The combined cases... Heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. (laughs) (laughs) The combined cases of syphilis, gonorrhea, and chlamydia reached an all-time high with more than 2.4 million new cases. Heavy hitters, heavy, heavy, heavy hitters. <laughs> like when I, I, not to make fun of 
the situation or make mm-hmm. light, but those were not the ones that you that I thought you was gonna hit with. Like, <laughs> no, I ain't talking no. about AIDS, HIV. Nope, no, no, nope. I just thought you was gonna be like, you know, I don't know, trick. Yeah, trick or something, mm-hmm. you know, something lightweight. Like, no, because that can sort of be lightweight. But yeah, when you start with the S and the G. <laughs> G? Like, ooh, whoa, whoa, Jesus. You say pictures with S and G? Ooh, chap. Yeah, ooh, we boy. ain't talking about no little bumps. We ain't talking about her. <laughs> chap. Listen, over 1.7 million cases of chlamydia were reported in 2018. That's the most ever. The most Jeez. ever. So I say all that to say the problem with you motherfuckers now and these relationships and being single and hot girl summer and fuckboy Saturday, yeah, hot Sunday, girl, Monday. Summer got a lot of people hot for real. <laughs> hot girl summer got a lot of people burning up now. <laughs> Listen, y'all don't up. care. Y'all don't care about protection and y'all just out here doing your thing but listen you ain't gonna have no thing you keep doing your thing without that thing you yeah, hear me give a fuck about it, nigga. <laughs> look I'm not like I said I'm not gonna make light of the situation but come on uh, that's, 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 you know people yeah man people gotta get it together so um, wrap it up wrap it up tight and keep it moving alright right. speaking Thank of <laughs> Um, the next couple stories are kind of deep, and so you get to pick between reality TV or network TV gone bad. Which one? Uh, reality TV or network? Give me, can I get a little bit more clues? Like, who are you about to talk about on reality TV? Do you want to talk? Or uh, you might talk about OG and and Evelyn. I don't really understand what's going on with that. You can talk. You can give me a synopsis of both of them. Yeah, so I'll give you a synopsis. They don't like each other. (laughs) Okay. Um, OG is a newer a newer basketball wife. I did not watch the season. I'm not. I'm not up on the season. However, I have watched clips um, so that I can talk through this, but they really do not like each other. Um, OG threatened to kill Eva, Evelyn, sorry, not Eva, Evelyn. Mm -hmm. Um, Evelyn absolutely tried to put hands on OG and other cast members. Like, we all know Evelyn yeah. is fucking violent yeah. as shit. So, yeah, Evelyn, Evelyn, um, she gonna lay hands. Right. So, and I don't mean in a heavenly quiet way. <laughs> no. So, we all know that about Evelyn. Well, Shawnee basically said that OG couldn't film. And I don't think that was fair because it's not necessarily OG's fault. And there are plenty of other women on the show, aka Evelyn, who have been mad violent in the past, right? True, true. 
So Evelyn, Evelyn, who crossed the jumped across across the table. Yes, to beat up uh, Tammy. Yeah. So Evelyn has filed legal documents asking, aka a restraining order, to keep OG away from her in light of their beef. Um, a judge has not ruled on Evelyn's restraining order, um, but. Evelyn is suing OG, claiming she called her a racist bigot on social media. Um, OG said, nobody watches you harder than the people that can't stand you. The post included a picture of a laughing orangutan. That is what Evelyn posted. And so OG took offense and clapped back saying, wow, so now black women are monkeys Everyone boycott this trash box. You are disgusting. The post um, didn't appear to tag or mention anyone, but everybody mm-hmm. knew that she was talking about Evelyn. OG also tweeted, <clears throat> there it is. Your true colors are showing you racist bigot. You call CC Ling Ling, Jackie a, cockro- a cockroach, and now me a monkey. May God take care of you. Well, well, Eve Evelyn Lozada. Um, so mm-hmm. basically, they're definitely saying that Evelyn is racist despite herself calling herself uh, a black Afro Latina. Um, <clears throat> but we know that Evelyn has those reads ready, she has a quick tongue, and her yeah. hands are quicker, and so. And people, she, not to defend her, not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. not to defend Evelyn, but Evelyn is one of those types that when she's angry with you or she like got beef with you, she gonna she gonna hit wherever she can. Yep. And I she, think, and if, if that means going under the belt, she gonna go under the belt. Right, way think, under the belt. I think a lot of people are taking offense to. Um, what Evelyn said about OG and posting the whole laughing orangutan thing because OG is one of the darker ladies on the show Um, and so they're making it a big you know a colorism type deal so we'll Mm -hmm. see how this all shakes out I think Shawnee's a bit messy for saying that OG can't film but my thing is it's a you have all these other cast members like even um Malaysia that what tries to fight people and right um I like I remember vividly other like basketball wise I mean, Drea got into fights and all kind all kind of stuff so them old birds up there fighting all of them yeah. like they I mean, too old for this shit that's why I stopped watching it because it it was just. <clears throat> It was just tired and it was old. Um, and so, like I said, I don't, I don't really know. I haven't even kept up with it. And it's the same storyline. They, they really clickish. It's really childish. And yeah, but I did hear someone say they was talking about it, and they were saying that OG kind of came on the show. And it seemed like she was like somebody who had maybe been watching the show, following mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. So she had already decided who she liked, who she didn't like before she even got on the show. And once she got on the show, it's like now she's using that 
as opportunity to further push the whole what who I like and who I don't like. Oh, uh, okay. So like so like if she get into an argument with somebody, she'll start bringing up stuff that happened from previous shows. Oh boy. So it sounds like she's come on and she's being a real disruptor. I don't think that it's fair that for Shiny to say, well, she can't um, she can't record. I'm sorry, but (laughs) at the same time, though, like, she's newer. So it's probably one of those things. She's newer and Shiny know her cash. She know who's bringing in rating and who's not. And she was like, she probably looking at it from that standpoint of who has a bigger fan base? Does OG has a bigger fan base? Or sure. we all know it's Evelyn because you know everybody loves a messy, messy bitch. So everybody right. that's the only reason people tune into the shit. And so that's why Because I think still that the, the time that Evelyn wasn't on the show if and I could be speaking out of time, but I believe that time that she wasn't on the show, they um Raiders kind of dropped, didn't it? Yep, her and Tammy when they were off the show. Yeah, so you know, this thing, I don't think that this is a colorism thing. This is about numbers. What I mm-hmm. personally think. Yeah. Alright, so um, this one here is about network TV. Um, do you remember Matt Lauer? Uh, the yeah. former co-host of the Today Show. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus Christ. So today we're getting vivid details, vivid details of actually why he was uh, fired from the Today Show. So back in um, 2017, the woman, a woman accused him of sexually assaulting her during mm-hmm. the Sochi Winter Olympics. Um, and that's what had got him fired. Well, the de- she revealed the details of this incident in a book written by another woman who who is called Catch and Kill. And she is including how he anally raped um, this woman whoa, after whoa, inviting whoa, 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 her whoa. into Pong, his hotel room. Come yes. back, come back, come back, come back. Say what now? He anally raped this woman during the Sochi Winter Olympics. So she was working. Wow. She, <laughs> she went to Lauer's room after a night of drinking. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so she went to his room one night and then mm-hmm. The sec it was the second time that night she had gone into his room. The first time was to retrieve her media credentials, which she said he took as a quote unquote joke. And the second time was because he invited her back. So she claims he was dressed in a t-shirt and boxers. He pushed her against the door and kissed her when they got in the room. So then she claimed that he flipped her over and asked her if she liked anal sex. 
she said she declined several times. Um, so in the midst of telling him him no, he just did it. He didn't. Whoa. He didn't Whoa. use lubricant, oh, and Jesus. she said the encounter was excruciatingly painful. I'm sure it was. Um, she said it hurt so bad. I remember thinking, "Is this normal?" She asked him to say no, but just wept. He didn't stop, and she just wept into the pillow. She said she bled for days. So oh. here's the part where it gets a little tricky, but this this has been known to happen. So that part was non-consensual. Once the pair got back from New York, they hooked up a few more times. So that's Next not- story. Okay. <laughs> um, she says she that's, that's why I blame my, myself most for was it was transactional and not a relationship. Um it wasn't a secret like a lot of people knew but she eventually yeah. was terrified about the control that he had over her career he uh he said she said her work life became torture we can she, we can we can move on <laughs> we can move on i mean i don't i ain't mean it. i don't mean to be cold hearted I don't mean to to, to <laughs> sound, <laughs> but once you said, and I think that this should be a law. I don't know how this how. <laughs> no, let me watch how I'm about to say this. Consent. I feel like consent is very important. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like you need to be very clear with your no, this is not what I want. Mm-hmm. I also feel like if you're put in a position with someone and they violate your personal space, your trust, mm-hmm. your all of that, then that should be it. And I'm not I don't believe in, you know, I'm not one of the ones that be like, well, why she wait so late? Mm-hmm. However, when it comes to a situation where you say that someone, um, what's the word? What is it? When you say that you've been sexually assaulted by someone or someone um, performed a sexual act on you without your consent and yet you turn around and you continue to engage with that person Mm -hmm. I feel like we don't have nothing else to talk about because I I mean obvious I don't want to say okay so I understand that you could be inferior career and things of that nature Mm -hmm. but if it gets to a point, I just don't understand how 
it sounds like I don't I don't know I don't know and I know manipulation is mm-hmm. real but for me I don't know to hear that oh he sodomized you mm-hmm. and then you turned around and continued to have consensual yeah sex with this person yeah for me it's like I don't we don't really what what are we talking about here because and and, and forgive me for sounding insensitive but once you get to talking about oh I feel for my career it would have been different if you would have been like well why didn't you report it because I feel for my career but the fact that you're like oh but I kept going Mm -hmm. after he sodomized me and my asshole had to heal oh fuck that you going to jail <laughs> right. I gotta wear. That's I how gotta I wear. I was just like, man. I, I gotta wear a tampon on. My, I gotta wear a tampon on my ass, nigga. I'm you done. Just, oh, I'm not fuck that. No. <laughs> this is conversation I, stud. You see it? I can <laughs> barely. I can barely walk, nigga. You sodomized me. Yeah. Fuck that. Like we not cool. I don't want to be. I couldn't even be in the same room with you. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see how this shakes out. Matt, the book is still is planning to come out within a week or so, within the next couple of weeks. Matt Lauer's team is already like trying to stop the book from coming out, but they've been given the opportunity to fact fact check the book. So we'll see where this where this goes because she's not the only person that you know. Um, last thing I want to talk about. Um, is um, a fellow podcast and this is nothing negative I just want to put this out there it's just an observation is that the that's the right way to say it right sis an observation yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah fucking thing <laughs> okay so I am very excited because I think a lot of people um, started podcasting after the read blew up or became kind of successful. There were other podcasts that were, you know, Joe Budden had a podcast that people listened to, but when um, Kid Fury and Crystals came out, everybody was like in, all the way in. Mm-hmm. They yeah. blew all the way up. That You've seen them on MTV. They've been on The Breakfast Club you know, they are a household name. You know, Missy Elliott even thanked them um, after she received her Michael Jackson Vanguard Award this year because obviously Kid Fury is a super fan and he mm-hmm. put, you know, he kept saying that she should have been got this shit, you know, with yada, yada, yada. Right, um, right, 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 right. So we love them. This is no shade. They are getting a network TV show on the Fuse Network. It debuts on Friday. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I make if I got that channel. Yeah, I don't know if I had it. I have YouTube TV. I don't even look at all my channels because I only use like three. So we'll see. But um, I also have Hulu. Maybe I can find it there. But um, mm. I'm interested to see how this plays out on live television. So I started noticing this though at least two months ago and maybe this is when she started filming but Crystal's appearance has completely changed. So like every picture she posts now, full face, 
of makeup um, and some like bomb ass wig. I look. I don't know who is doing her hair. Actually, my stylist told me who's doing her hair. And Celeste, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, boo, but I forgot the dude's name. But she said he's fire and he knows what he's doing. And I can tell because you can't even tell that Chris was just wearing a wig. You would just think it's her hair, but she's wearing a unit. And, um, okay. you know, she made a post about um, why... She changed her appearance and um, she said, <clears throat> actually, she got some questions. She said, a couple girls have asked me why I'm wearing so much makeup and changing my hair for the TV show. Number one is because it's TV and the natural bitch who wears sweatpants by just ain't going to carry. But number two is because I never allow, I was never allowed to play around with my looks like this growing up. And now that white people are paying black people to do it for me, I want to take full advantage. So a part of me is like, okay, cool. You know, you got a hair and makeup team. That's great. Um, take advantage of that, sis. Play around. Wear green hair, blue hair, right. red hair, whatever. But a part of me is like, you could have made that natural bitch who wears sweatpants vibe work because I feel like that's the gap. We need to see. We (laughs) need to see. I feel like we need to see that girl, that that everyday girl. The the I wanna say I don't want to say regular regular degular but the Mm -hmm. average girl. We need to see her us on television like we not getting up every morning going to our job well you got some inches now but we not <laughs> getting up every day going to our jobs and full glam uh red bottoms and you know all the way out even though we work on on in offices even I think even if I was on television yeah I would want I understand that you would have to step your look up, but I also feel like it's a way that you could do it and still be true to yourself. Right. And like, like you said, it's a double-edged sword because I get it. You're taking advantage of it. You have this opportunity, but I think it would have been dope. That wasn't what I, when I heard about it, that's when I started seeing these looks, it really was out. I thought like, okay, she really slamming it up, but that really wasn't what I was expecting her to do. Me either. And like, I'm I'm telling y'all to this today, and to this day, if we ever blow up, yes, I'm playing around with my hair, just like I do today. Like, I'll wear my hair natural. I wear a crochet. I, I got inches right now. I'll I'll do whatever. I don't wear wigs, though. That's the only thing I won't do. But, like, I play around with my hair. One year, for, for a happy new year, I, or um or whatever, I put every hair I had throughout that, that year. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous on Facebook. But I thought it was humorous because everybody knows I like to change up my look or my hairstyle here and there. But one thing I don't really change is my style. Everybody know, who knows me knows I'm, um, I'm a tomboy. I would be comfortable. I'm going to have some J's on or whatever. Even if I'm dressy, right. 
you know, it's it's an occasion I'm dressy. You know, I'm not I ain't the girl that's just putting on a dress and some four inch heels to um go shopping or just hang out. No, 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 no. no. So I feel like respect what Chris was saying, but I also feel like this is your chance to let little girls know that you really don't have to change to conform and you're saying you're not conforming to what everybody else looks like you're just trying to play because you never had that chance but at the end of the day you just put yourself in that I look like everybody else mode you don't there's nothing different about you now and that's that's what I that's what I'm sad about because I'm trying to picture what like from yeah it would be me it would probably be like some cute, some comfortable pants. It'll be glam. I'm telling you, I will have on a new pair of J's every show, Absolutely. and a, a dope ass outfit. Like I would, I would, I would be switching it up. You know what? Yeah, I would. I would be wearing because I love Oxfords and Air Maxes. Yeah, I love all kind of sneakers. So I, it would be Oxfords. It'd be sneakers. It'll be um, edgy tops. I like a classic edgy look. Yeah, so this, I'll give this you girl like that's a, talking I'll, right here, she can't even keep her hair one color. And she ain't got but a nah, half an inch of hair. Her right, hair be red, blue, yellow, brown, <laughs> black. Like, yeah. I don't even know so, what color it is right like, now. Like, I, I, like, I like preppy, edgy, chic, yeah. classy, tomboy look. So, you Man. know. I don't know. I just feel like she could have made that joint work, and I'm a little disappointed, yeah. but it is what it is. I'm happy they got a show. I'm happy they get to be them, you know, be them on TV and not yeah. just on a podcast, and so let's see how it shakes out. Let's um, see how it goes. I'm, I'm excited for them. Yeah. I can't wait to see them. Mm-hmm. And I, I would, it would be dope if you know, maybe she's just doing this for promo. I doubt it. She she filming filming because she had a red yeah. wig on the other day and then now she got a black one. It's it's she yeah. filming filming, but whatever. Yeah, and you know, like it's like how does that gonna work? Because your logo is you with this afro. Yeah, I'm done. All right, all right. We'll <laughs> be right back. All right, everybody, we're back and it is time for girl talk. And um, a girl found an interesting article that it found I- me, honey, it landed in my lap. <laughs> so I'm actually going to read it. It is a post from the Slate Parenting um, Facebook group, or it's called Care and Feeding. If you have Apple News, uh, and so the letter went like this. I just discovered that my 16-year-old daughter stole my personal massager. This particular item was very well hidden in my closet, so it clearly took a considerable amount of rummaging to find it. I feel like my personal space was violated, and I'm angry that she took something of mine. But it's more important to me to address her budding sexuality in a way that doesn't make it seem shameful. What do I say to my daughter? Should I say anything? Should I buy her her own? I'm totally out of my element. Your advice would be greatly appreciated. Signed, mom is all a buzz. 
Ooh, child. When I saw this headline, when you sent it to me, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it triggered you. Uh, I said, let me go home and let me go make sure my stuff put up. <laughs> you have to go do inventory. Ooh, I was like, oh, Lord, let me make sure all my stuff's in the right place. You have to go home and do inventory. But then it was like, okay, what do you say? Because if this was a little boy and the father walked in and saw him taking care of himself, he probably would be like, that's my boy. Right. That's my boy. Yeah. But when it comes to girls, we don't even talk about that most of the time. No, we don't. Right. and it's like a taboo thing. You're not supposed to do it, and something's wrong with you if you do, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean, I just speaking from my own personal experience. I like my mom had the talk with me, but it wasn't about pleasure. It was mm-hmm. about don't come in here with no baby, okay. and you know, yeah, that was about it. Don't come in here with no babies. Don't come in. It wasn't even a, about protecting yourself. It right. was don't come in here with no babies. If you come in here with babies, you're going to finish school. and But you ain't, you can forget enjoying high school. You're going to go to school and you're coming home. That was the conversation. Right. There was never any conversations about... Um, there was never any conversations about um, pleasing yourself, uh, finding pleasure, mm-hmm. uh, orgasm, your body, knowing your body. Right, none any of that. Any of those things, none of that. And I actually didn't really get into all that until... I was in my twenties and I didn't already had I'm having babies and I ain't even had a hmm. talk about it. Talk Girl. about it. So I do think that, you know, I did read like the response that they gave, you know, the mother just to basically say, mate, let her know that it's normal and, you know, talk to her about it and kinda like the same thing she said, like, you know, go into those details. Tell tell your daughter, you know, oh, child, I can't talk about this. My head just started hurting. Ooh. <laughs> Good, you have to we you have to have another conversation. Because so. I've had one. I've had multiple with one. And I don't think i This I'm ready. wasn't a topic. I'm about to be like, okay, we need to talk about this. (laughs) Well, I mean, to to ease the load, there's an episode on Big Mouth this season. Oh, she hates that show. She says it is too much. (laughs) Like, Um, she she will not watch it at all. But anyway, I do feel like it's a conversation that parents should have with their children, regardless of sex. It should best be normalized for both uh, because everybody should know of their body and what they like and what they don't like. And that's yeah. all I got to say about that. Well, Take it away, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> because and then there's a, the other conversation of so 
do you get her own? Because what you're Take not going to do. Take years, give us some money. Here. Right. <laughs> you're not, not going to be used to is that's what, It's going in the garbage, though. That is trash. First of all, that, that's, that's, and we're going to explain that that is nothing that you share with your friends. Right. That is a solo dolo tool and it's not to be shared among your friends. So, you know, it was funny on um, Big Mouth, the girl, the look, the girl ended up using her um, toothbrush. Oh, child. No. <laughs> no, I know. I saw, um, wait, what was I watching? I can't even remember what I was watching. But the woman went into the bathroom and used the person's toothbrush. Mm-hmm. It was Orange is the New Black. It was this season of Orange is the New Black. And mm-hmm. uh, Piper was on a date and he wasn't doing it, right? And she basically went into his bathroom. He was like, are you using my toothbrush? <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you asked, I mean, it's that conversation is yeah, that's a real conversation because it's so much to it. It's so much. Because yeah. you, yeah, well. you know, you don't want them to start using it too much and then they don't know how to. Yeah. It's, it's ooh, child. Ooh, child. But I do okay. believe, I do think that um, the sex talk should go beyond protection. And don't come home with no baby. Definitely. You know, I mean, and, you know, I think it should also cover the basics, you know, protection and no babies and, you know, save yourself from STDs and all that other stuff. But I also think that it should get into pleasure um, and all of those things. All right. Well, if you have a topic that Maybe you like to get our opinion on. That, if these girls found out that it's just more than just having somebody put their little thing in you. Ooh, child. I'm trying to move on. She t- I'm not talking about this no more. And you can get something that, like it's, it's a it's a dual thing, honey. That might change the game. All right. If you have a topic um that you'd like to hear our opinion on feel free to shoot us an email at the number two chicks t-a-l-k-i-n-s-h-y-t at gmail.com we can keep it completely anonymous but we would love to hear from you all right we'll be right back we are back and it's time for ain't that some shit um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you ready? I don't know. I'm a, yeah, go ahead. All right. I have three stories. Okay. So, you know, um, number 45, they are <sighs> looking. Impeach him. Impeach him, but it just shows how how just how so untouched to reality this man is 
He is telling. He is telling the house that uh, his peeps won't be talking. <laughs> I know. He like, man, ain't the snitches get snitches, bitch. That's what he basically right. like, said. I, like, it's, it's just like, sir, what you ought to be doing is trying to make sure that you got all your stuff in order and that you got everything together so that they won't get you out. But saying that, like, this is not the mob. You are not a mob <laughs> boss. Like, I, I just don't understand. Stitches get stitches, bitch. <laughs> I, I just don't understand. It says that Tuesday, the White House announced it would no longer be playing nice with investigators <laughs> and a lot of House Democratic leadership. Like, what? What the hell do y'all have? Because that nigga couldn't even spell in the letter. (laughs) Like, it just, I just don't understand. And then when you heard the phone call, it was like, basically like, come on, man. You owe me, man. Like, just, eh, just come on and just go and appease this man so that we can go on with our lives. See, like, at this point, honestly, I don't care. But because if they impeach him now, that means we have to deal with Mike Pence. True. I I will say this. Like, I am not a fan. But at least he comes off more presidential. Now, will he have us all around here in uh, full and skirts and shirts (laughs) up to our necks with tacky belts? (laughs) Yeah, possibly, possibly, possibly. It, it could happen. But I mean, we we shall see what happens. This is um, a joke. It this whole thing has been a joke. So the judge, um, Tommy Kemp, um, that was on the Amber Geiger mm-hmm. case, mm-hmm. she is defending her decision to hug Amber. Okay. Um, she is, because what happened, she not only hugged her, but she gave her a Bible. And, oh God, she did it in the courtroom. And here's my my thing, like, I saw everybody, you know, kind of have their opinions about the brother hugging her and, and forgiveness. But, I, I feel like um, Amy Geiger has become the poster child of the whole let's protect the white girl syndrome that we have in this country. And not only that, though, but I felt like this judge moved more on emotions. And as a judge, I felt like she was out of line for that. Like, if you were moved to want to to give her a Bible or help her reach salvation or help her to forgive herself. That's your own personal thing, but I think that it should have been done outside of the courtroom. You could have mm-hmm. gave her, you could have sent a Bible to her jail or yeah. you could have poured her into your chambers and had a personal conversation. And even though you hugged the parents of the young man that was shot, I f- still feel like it was too much hemming and hawing over mm-hmm. this lady who 
killed this man in his home. So, you know, I just thought that, and the fact that she defended her stance, I just felt like it was a smack in the face to the justice system. I felt like it was a, a smack in the face to her position as a judge. And mm-hmm. I think that they, you know, the people in the county, they vote, you vote judges then. I think that they need to be looking at that. Like, the, you know, like, is she going out of emotions? Like, what, what was up with that? So that's why I wanted to. I wanted to bring it up because one, I just felt like the judge was out of line as a judge and two, the whole, um, it just shows that in the world that we live in, how we still treat white women as if they're victims or they just always need to be rescued. The whole thing to me like the forgiveness part that but it was all the extra theatrics that I was mm-hmm. just like, like kissing her hair and hugging her. I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, like would y'all be that sympathetic to a black woman who was sitting in a courtroom saying how she had been attacked or how she had been raped or molested all her life and that's how she ended up killing her rapist like would you be that sympathetic and forgiving to her right. so you know she is the new poster child for you know the dazzle and distress uh. even, though, even after being found guilty of murder and being a racist oh yeah almost, I was about to end it there Um, so the last one is a little light I heard about this story on um, the Friend Zone podcast. Okay. Um, a Ukrainian orphan is at the center of an adoption scandal because she might be an adult. So her okay. name is, yes, her name is Natalia Grace. Um, her adopted parents are being accused of adopting her and they are saying that she is actually a mentally disturbed 22 year old woman um Mm, they accused her um of trying to kill them um of just being a little off um the girl natalia has a rare form of dwarfism. Um, mm-hmm. But they're saying and that they're saying that she is an adult. She is now living with another family in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the story is weird because it was like she was like this emergency, it was like an emergency adoption. And she was supposed to be from Ukraine and they adopted her and then um, like tried to like treat her like a princess and she was claiming that she couldn't walk but then they saw her walk mm-hmm. and um, 
the first adopted mom was saying that when she went to bathe her, they saw she saw pubic hair. Oh gosh. Um, and she was saying how um how um she would have like around her cycle, the mom was finding clothes with like blood on it. It it was a lot. And but now the girl Natalia is living with another adopted family and they saying she's she's just the sweetest little girl and they oh god she right these people she just want a free place to stay right and now here's the funny part the uh, the new adopted family is saying she's a teenager the first adopted <laughs> family was saying that she's a kid yeah. so it's saying that that um, it was said that she was to be six, that she was six in 2010. But they saying they were showing her age about eight. And then it changed in 2012 that her age could have changed from eight to 22. So they don't know mm-hmm. how old this girl is. And the first adoptive family are now being accused of child neglect. Mm. But she might be a grown-ass woman. <laughs> I can't with this story, Joe. Yeah, and I'm going to see <laughs> the girl look like, I mean, like the first family I heard, like when they adopted her, they took her to Disneyland and sure. they had other kids and I, I, I it's it's one of those things where I'm just like, so did none of this seem odd to you? Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. So I had an adoption agency. Fuck the people. Why right. <laughs> she just keep getting adopted? <laughs> right. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. She might be coming up with her own uh her own thing. And then they saying like um, her real age and origin remains unclear, so they're not even sure if she uh Ukrainian. Yeah, they don't know where this little girl that came from. <laughs> she playing y'all motherfuckers. She looking for a free place to stay, a free meal. But I'm his... short. I look like a kid. Right. Um, can I please go to school every day? <laughs> but here's the thing: in this article, it talks about eight other adults who were caught posing as children. So I'm about to look. So you have uh, a 25-year-old man who posed as a high school student to relive his basketball glory. You have a 34-year-old woman who posed as a high school sophomore for nearly an entire school year. Said she was looking to be loved. And those two was black. You got a 23-year-old Ukrainian um, who posed as a teenager after his visa ran out mm-hmm. and he impressed his and then he mm-hmm. impressed teachers with a 4.16 GPA. <laughs> you have a 24-year-old who told officials he was a missing teen who had disappeared in 2011. You had a 23-year-old Frenchman who convinced an American family he was their missing 16-year-old son. Mm, mm, mm. 
you have a 21-year-old who posed as a 16-year-old Haitian orphan to play basketball in Texas. Mm, mm, mm. Black. You have another black man, 22, was accused of posing as a teen football player at 13 different schools. Then you have a 32-year-old who posed as a homeless 15-year-old to enroll in high school in upstate New York, and that's it. So, now, the difference between Natalia Grace and these other ones Mm -hmm. is I'm looking at some of them like, ain't no way in hell. (laughs) Ain't no way on God's green earth you should have got away with trying to be a teenager. Like, uh-uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No. No, 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 no. So, that's all I have for Ain't That Some Shit this week. All right. That's enough. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Now it's time for On a positive note, on a positive note, on a positive note. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, I don't think there's anything more positive to talk about than Tyler Perry opening his studio in Atlanta. Girl, child, did you see the pictures? I saw the pictures. I watched so many videos. I watched Ava DuVernay's story. She was given like a play-by-play. She was on like a trolley or um, whatever, and they were driving through the lot, and it was showing you like all the different um, like sets, you know, that looked like little cities. Let me just start by saying, number one, this is a former Confederate um, army base, right? It's a Confederate base. If you are not smart enough to understand what the Confederate Army was, it was the army that was so angry. They didn't even want to be a part of the United States anymore. They wanted to keep their their slaves. They just, they, it was the South. And they, right. was fighting for, they was fighting for this shit. And they was willing to die to be a different, <laughs> a different country than the North because they wanted their slaves. Okay, bottom line. They didn't like niggas. No, and no, no, no. At all. And so what Tyler did was he bought this former Confederate Army base. He built, I'm just going to, it's the largest studio movie and TV studio, period. It's bigger than Disney Studios. It's bigger than Warner Brothers, Sony. Um, there was another one. If you put all of them together, he still got 30 acres on them. Wow. That's how big, like, you can put all the major studios together and he still will have at least 30 acres more land than they have. Wow. Every soundstage is named after an iconic Black actor or actress. He had Hollywood, political, like, he just had, like, iconic figures there for the opening um it, it it looked amazing yeah and and what i'm looking at it looks like it was it was more than a one day event 
Right. So he had the opening of the studio, I think, on, on Saturday. And then on Sunday, he had like a, a gospel brunch or whatever. Okay. Well, a church service on the studio. So like everybody had their little Sunday hats on. Women yeah, had their little hats that. and dresses on. It was it was really cute. But yeah. like the other thing that I saw was on top of all of that. In the studio, he outlines plans to create opportunities for at-risk youth and women. Mm -hmm. Not only just working on the studio, but possibly, like, I believe in the interview that I saw that he is going to have, like, um, living situations for these people. Oh, cool. So it would would help at-risk youth, LGBT Q youth and women. Child. That would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw <clears> it and I was just like, that's a, a huge step for us as a people and it gives us something. It, it inspires you to dream and it also shows, it makes a good point of stop waiting for them to make room for us at their table. Create your own. Yes. And what I find ironic is like I was just looking through the pictures and I saw someone pose. Well, what has he done for the black community? Uh, this is it, my nigga. <laughs> what more do y'all want? What more do he's you actually done things? People don't pay right. attention. But so. you know what kills me about that is that I think that as people, we want people to come down to the gutter gutters and be like here's a turkey and a hundred dollars that ain't how everybody that, that ain't, first of all that ain't how that work and it's not I feel like we we sometimes as people we want too much we want too many handouts mm-hmm. and we want too many handouts instead of a hand up mm-hmm. and so, so. I, I feel like it's a huge step like we complain about not seeing us in movies or not being um having a voice in Hollywood. Well he didn't create his own Hollywood. He sure did. And he, he and created he, opportunities, whether it's on his studio or by his studio, you're inspired to do something on your own or by his story. He's helping you. Right. Like, and, and granted his some some of his movies ain't been the best. Sure. Like, we ain't been fans. I ain't going there. But I ain't, I ain't gonna go there because I saw somebody say like um he's made a mockery of right. the black woman and I listen I, I first of all lie. I ain't gonna even say but I know that. I know a, I know a few Madeas in my life like yes, real life if you like I feel up, like I'm gonna be Madea when I'm about like seventy nine eighty years old I feel believing like I I look I have been been called Madea in my thirties. Like so, I know I'm destined to have a little Medea, Medea and me. Um, But if you grew up in a black church, like I don't care what people say, you can say it's a mockery or whatever. But I, we got black people to act like those. We got people to act like Brown. We got people to act like Medea. All that. Mm -hmm. So, and I, it's it just irritates me sometimes that we as a people. We so freaking woke that we can't even 
every we find fault in everything. So it's something wrong with everything. Right. Like nobody can ever get anything right. It's always something wrong. Mm-hmm. And also, I want to say shout out to Tyler Perry because Spike Lee was a huge <laughs> criti- criticizer of Tyler Perry. Sure was. He talked the biggest shit about Tyler Perry. Got his own sound stage named right. after him, and he was there. Right, and, and those he made- pictures. They was cheesing and smiling and right. Child. I was just about to say, like he could have been like, "Fuck him," right? I ain't doing shit, but he didn't, right? So, I I think that I thought that it was it was just cool to see our people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like. It was like some of everybody there. Yeah, from the Clintons to T.I. to 2 Chains to um, Kim Whiteley to uh, Will and Jada to Oprah. Like, it was just like, even the new influencer, like, Blame It on K-Way was there. Right. Because, you know, he was in his um, place. Play. Oh, uh-huh. that, that reminds me. What he also did was he... Um, had I'll call it the Black Hollywood um, stars because yeah. like like Keisha Knight Pullman and Tika Sumter and all these actors and actresses that have either been in his plays or in his TV shows he gave them a star mm-hmm. on, on, on the studio and they some of them might not ever get a star in Hollywood ever but he gave them, he gave them a star so I felt like that I feel like that's amazing so yeah good shout out to Tyler. Shout out to Tyler. I ain't mad at it. I love it. Yep. I love it. I love it. I love it. I like it a lot. <laughs> well, all right. Um, so you guys should know how to reach us by now. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. The number two chicks, T-A-L-K-I-N-S-H-Y-T at gmail.com is our email. And, you know, hit us up send us some topics some questions you know we'd love to hear from you and until next week drink water mind your business and be a blessing peace yeah